are listening to the podcast of ice and fire episode one hundred and forty eight for the week of may twenty fifth two thousand and fourteen welcome back listeners to another episode of the podcast of ice and fire we are the longest running award-winning podcast dedicated to george r. r martin's song of ice and fire book series and occasionally hbo's game of thrones tv show and we are gathered here today to do our third to last chapter recap episode for uh, the world's longest reread of The Clash of Kings. Cannot believe we're actually nearing the end. I think I've said this for every chapter recap that we've done, but um, we are actually nearing the end this time. We are covering Dany 5 and Aria 10 in our reread of A Clash of Kings. And as always, this is Mimi. This is Ashley. This is Amin. And this is Kyle. We've got the whole crew together for the first time since we covered The Princess and the Queen. I feel like there should be like some epic music after I said my name. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, absolutely. <laughs> so, Ashley, you're back from the land of no computers, finally yes. back on the podcast. Wow. That, 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 that was a very tragic event for me. How did like, you not have a computer for so long? Well, because I kept using my mom's just for like the internet, and I have like a little mini iTouch, which also gets me on the internet. So I could go on the internet, and it's amazing how little you need an actual computer when that's all you want to do. But, but what actually happened you... to your computer, and was there did somebody say I'm sorry when something happened? To you? <laughs> it was my fault. I totally dropped my coffee mug in the vicinity of my computer, and it splashed onto the keyboard. And yeah, five minutes later, it stopped working. Ouch. I know a lot of the podcast listeners were upset to not have you on these episodes for a while, so we needed you back on here. I'm glad you were able to get it together. Nobody misses me. It's Ashley who's been gone for a while. Oh, shut up. We've been lacking estrogen on this podcast for quite some time. (laughs) Well, you're not going to do your no, my lady, it's too hot voice? I mean, that's all the estrogen we need in an episode. It's it's, it's been too sad to say it. I don't know. Ashley, have you been watching Game of Thrones? Have you been keeping up? Yes, I have. Um, it's not as bad as season two. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> High praise. I, well, I think generally most of the book fans agree that season two was kind of the lowest point, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I believe the Jamie Cersei scene was a mistake on their part. Uh, I don't think it was intentionally done like that. So the biggest low point for the season I, I don't think they meant to do like as it was um, other than that I've been alright with most of the stuff except for that really awkward Asha or sorry oh, what's her face now Yara Theon rescue whatever that was about that was just is someone like really beating is somebody punching in the a bag room? in the back room I'm sorry I'm having work done uh, multitasking. But... Oh, okay. oh that's what's going on alright but just, just explain what that is because the last episode we had we got people doing optional sounds this is not optional somebody's actually fixing your house right now right oh yeah 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 um i've had the most ridiculous ridiculous experience with a washer and dryer situation that like a human being should actually ever go through in their life like it has been ridiculous and this entire ordeal which has happened since i moved into my new apartment earlier this month has uh culminated in my washer and dryer which have gone missing for so long probably like as part of some sort of appliance smuggling scheme uh it was hooked up wrong and so my apartment flooded and uh, anyway that's what i'm working with right now so apologies for all of the excess noise in a reunion episode i think it'll probably be done fairly soon so 
Nice. Yeah. As long as you're just not like kickboxing at the same time as podcasting, like multitasking or something. But you're not. I might be. I might. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. You know, I'm never paying attention when we do these. I just expect uh, Kyle to have his dramatic readings already, and uh, for me to drop the knowledge. And I'm just here to send y'all dick pics the whole way through. Nice. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Wait, I have a question, Mimi. Have you been hearing anything about the show? I know you haven't been watching, but do you get like pieces of information? Um, a couple of friends message me every now and then to ask if like something they did in the show is is okay or like is canon. Um, for some reason, I'm a resource on that. I don't know why. <laughs> But um, I've been hearing that the show is going into Winds of Winter spoiler territory, so feel real good about not watching that. I don't yeah, know if I that's true or not. That was the first time I uh, ever was like, maybe I should stop watching because that 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 really hit me hard when I was watching. It. I'm just like, wait, wait, what are they doing? No, 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 stop, stop! I don't want to know this, and I was very devastated. Mm. Yeah. Ashley, do you think, I know Amin and I have talked about it a bit throughout this season, but um, what are your thoughts on that? Are you going to keep watching? I feel like I kind of have to, that I don't really have a choice in it, but I was really Why? upset. Well, it's just like, like there's so much on the internet that you're going to find out about it anyways. I'm not. I mean, I know people say that the spoilers are so prevalent or whatever and the Game of Thrones is so popular that it'll be all over the place. But, I mean, I don't think it's at a point yet where people are discussing a nuanced scene or something that's a spoiler from wins unless it's going to be like a big major death you know mm. i think that's probably the one thing that'll leak everywhere but even then i've done a pretty good job of not being involved in any of that like i don't know mm. yeah we were talking about it at ice and fire con and like a lot of people were agreeing like we'll just wait to see when the next season comes out what's the state of the next book because we have a year basically to figure out and if there's like nothing about the book then maybe we'll watch it if there's the books coming around we can decide at that point wait if there's no news on when the book's going to come out, you guys are just going to go ahead and watch a season that you know is going to have spoilers for it? I might, because I'll be really disappointed. If, if, if a year from now there's absolutely no news in the book, not even like an idea that it might be coming out the year after, then I might be disappointed enough to at least watch another season. You know what's weird, you guys? Like, we have... It's 2014, okay? Yeah. And Dance came out in 2011. It's been three years, and I don't feel like I'm like frothing at the mouth for the next book i mean do you guys feel like that do you guys feel like there's the weight that there was with dance no, no because there isn't the weight like there was with dance. <laughs> well <laughs> when we reach the seven year mark maybe ask me again how long was the wait for dance it was six, it was years, six years right, right? Yeah. yeah i mean we're halfway at that point and it's not upsetting or anything like i don't even think about wins right now i think it's because like a, our, the fandom is so active right now that it mm. keeps you distracted it's true. It's I think like yeah. We're getting our content. If there's just no TV show and like no super active fandom the way it was before, I can imagine for everyone you know who just finished a feast of for crows sitting there waiting for dance for six years with radio silence. It's pretty, mm. pretty mm. hard. But I'm just surprised because I don't feel like it's been that long. You know. Yeah, I mean, three year mark was when you started up the podcast, right? Between the wait. For dance? Um, no, we started the podcast in 2008. So was it was that the three year? Yeah, I guess it was. You're right. I thought for some reason 2006 was when Feast came out. But there you go. But uh, as for watching, as for stopping to watch or um, not watching the show or or that question we were just discussing, um, I feel like I'm going to have to keep watching it because I'm I'm tied in with all the the social media for uh, the podcast. Um, so I get tweeted almost, if I don't watch the show on East Coast time, I usually get the entire thing told to me via Twitter. 
uh, <laughs> from uh, the podcast account because um, I'm I'm on I'm hooked up to the Facebook and I'm hooked up to the Twitter and everything like that uh, for this podcast. So I I couldn't avoid it um, unless I completely start ignoring the podcast, and I don't want to do that. So you're you're responsible for all the social media. I thought it was Amin too, but it's just you. Uh, no, I mean Amin certainly does quite a bit as well. Yeah, I okay. don't read everything that comes in. I post stuff, but I think Kyle reads everything that shows up. Like you probably everything yeah. that comes in, you at least glance at it, right? That's more where I interact with the listeners than uh, the forums. Is on the the Facebook and you used to be though the welcome wagon on the forums. You've given that up. I know. I I, I didn't go to the forums for a while, and then. Uh, and then I came back and I was like, oh, my God, this is way too many things. <laughs> yeah. I think Kyle's more up. effective where he is. I mean, you could just put a script that says welcome to the forums and repost it every time. Like, it's, it would be the same. As so the same personal. Welcome. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a mean. Which, no, I mean, by more the way, effective what you're doing on the social media because you're getting the individual connections. Anyway, thanks to uh, new posters on the forums. Thanks for joining anyone who's done so recently. Um, really appreciate you guys keeping that place active and fun and full of arguments about the TV show. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Those threads <laughs> explode. Yeah. But, but very uh, a lot better this year than last year. Like People have been keeping it civil and I've been impressed. So. With me being away for so long, I, I haven't been checking the site as often as I should be. I clicked back and we're like at 1,700 uh, subscribers or something, and I'm just like, what the 17,000. 17,000. Let's not miss the zero <laughs> Oh, <there>. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, it is. So that's incredible. Wow, it's guys, insane. wow. Hmm. I don't know where that number comes from. And that's just like that one section. That doesn't include uh, all the other ways people can listen. Hmm. That's just like one I'm way. just actually just typing out that number on my end every day and just uploading it to the website. <laughs> that, that number we is have... partly why the forums went down the last summer, because I was trying to get the thing set up, and then it kind of collapsed the forums and the site. So it was worth it, though. Way to go, I mean. Wait, that um, number made people stop going to the forums? Wait, I'm No, no, no. I mean, tinkered with the website when he shouldn't have. <laughs> ah, I spilled gotcha. coffee on the website. Yeah. Ruined, yeah, ruined our lives for a while. But anyway, so we're totally up and running again. We've got Ashley back on board, hopefully forever. And do we have any news about Song of Ice and Fire? Why don't you guys tell me about Ice and Fire Con? Because that was a thing. Oh my God, that was so awesome a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to do a, a full episode where we kind of just cover what happened there. But overall, we, we saw way more listeners this year. We saw like FD Ward, we saw Greg, we saw Mordian, your friend Mordian was there. Uh, Michael. Oh, awesome. Yeah, he told me that he offered to like drive me down there, and uh, it was just way too short notice, but that would have been really yeah. fun. It, it was a he, great He had event. an awesome cosplay. Oh, yeah, he was uh, Illyrio. Oh, Yeah, and he like, amazing. grew up his beard and everything. It was He really acted it out well. Was he was he real like uh, sweaty and perfumed? Uh, he was perfumed, I think. I don't know. He was. He, was <laughs> he, he had to. He even went into the cosplay contest and did pretty well. I think. Like it was probably close to winning it. But who won the cosplay contest? Uh, Ashley. Um, there know. were a bunch of different categories, so it's kind of hard to say. But um, I'll, I'll tell you who won the trivia contest because it was House Manwitty. So we also had Alex on our team. Yeah. Oh, so he won it. Well, no, wait, he, he got oh, one wrong that I, I would have got right. He questioned. Wait, oh. Alex from Power of the answer. Hand? Yeah. So when they ask the question, we'd like say it out loud, but he's already like written it half out on the page before we even <laughs> say anything. So even though we did get the answers right, he had already written it all. Yeah, well, when you've got Tower of the Hand on your team, you're gonna do all right. So <laughs> that's where we get all our knowledge from. Yeah. yeah. 
At least it was you and Ashley stepping it up and not me and Kyle and our shocking lack of knowledge dragging down the team. If you guys got to come next time, oh, then we'll If we could get the four of us there next other. year. We already had a lot. We had other listeners there. We had, we had at least three or four other listeners there as well. And, and We had, like, an, we had like more than three or four. I don't think you all understand how little I know about these books. <laughs> no, we, just, we just hired Kyle for his pretty face. Not that he's actually read the books. Exactly. <laughs> and his social media skills. Oh, Apparently, and, uh, in a social media podcast skills. t-shirts as well that was organized by Greg, and we got our t-shirts there. Oh, nice. Yeah, they, they look really nice, too. Why haven't I seen any pictures of these? Um, I mean, I'm still sorting them. <laughs> I will release them. Nobody cares about you, Kyle. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. That should be on the page. That should be on our Facebook page. The one uh, photo of it on the forum already. Like, you should check the thread out. We do have at least a couple photos there already, but there's a lot that I'm still... Sorted. I saw the baby got back a mean picture. <laughs> um, do you guys want to cover anything in Song of Ice and Fire news? All I've got so far is that uh, George R. R. Martin wants everybody to know that he does not have a Facebook or a Twitter account. <laughs> in case you were confused. He's George not grumpy on Twitter or whatever. He, he hasn't been messaging uh, Kanye and Kadar- Kardashian or Rolling. Like she, she doesn't get a first name. You just call her by her last name. <laughs> I, I don't. Whatever they are. <laughs> yes, that that George supposed George R. R. Martin tweet about uh not being invited to Kanye and Kim's wedding and feeling confused because he's good at weddings is uh <laughs> totally not real. It's not a thing. Bullshit. Um, yes. So don't worry you guys. George hasn't been saying anything on social media other than on his live journal, which is mostly about football. Yeah, most but footballs and like cons, footballs plural, and cons that he's going to. <laughs> Yeah, he needs to go to a football con. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, the real question is, is he going to Comic-Con? Hmm. He's been there. The, was he there last year? I can't recall, oh. but I know he was there the year before. Uh, SDCC, he, it's the biggest one. He usually yeah. is. Kyle, our uh, Comic-Con relations person, doesn't hey. even know if he was there last year. Ashley, you're the only one who's not going this year. How does I that know. make you feel? Like I'm going to Dragon Con and it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, but you're not going to be with us at Comic-Con. Have fun yeah. waiting in line all day. <laughs> no, press passes. We're going to get our House Man Woody <laughs> tattoos together. We're going to, like, do weird Blood Brother rituals together. <laughs> and it's going to be terrible. Ashley will have the forever alone face on her. God bless everyone. Can we go ahead and get started with our chapter read? Wait, hold on. You asked for news. So have you? did you guys read the... The early excerpt from The Winds of Winter about the Roinar? No. Was it Winds of Winter or from the World I'm of I'm sorry, The I World of Ice it. and Fire. Yeah. My apology. I was going to hate you if you were just spoiled me. No, 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 no. The, the Worlds of Ice and Fire book. Elio and Linda released uh, a segment about the history of the Roinar on it. And it was, it was pretty interesting. You hmm. Check it out. I would want to I read that. Do you... though, yeah. I think this is a reason why I'm, I'm actually... Uh, you mentioned earlier there's not that excitement for the next book that we had for the, uh, waiting for the release of Dance. And I feel like this Winds of Winter, I'm really excited for Winds of Winter later this year. I think that's kind of where my attention is at the moment. The World of Ice and Fire. Yeah, I'm sorry, I keep saying it wrong. The World of Ice and Fire, that's what I'm really excited for later this year. Yeah, I, think I it's am gonna- too. Yeah, I, when I, is it being released? Is it just before Christmas or what? When is it? It's somewhere around the holiday season. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to handle it. I mean, like the older stuff, like the Roinar, it's good, good stuff. But there is going to be stuff that could be kind of spoilerish in terms of theories. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to. I will read it, I guess. But how are we going to handle that on the podcast? 
We're going to talk about it. Yeah, we'll have everything, an episode. Everything we'll, that's in it. But will we refer to it every episode is the question. I don't know. Let us. The episode title will probably be The Worlds of Ice and Fire Discussed. Yeah. And we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we will. I mean, but will we, uh, from all other episodes, always refer to knowledge from it? Uh, that I don't know how we want to handle that. I guess we'll wait till we see it. I, I, I feel like it's not a spoiler. I mean, it's like talking about the map book. I it think. talks about a lot of history, but I mean, it's already spoiled one theory. Like, one theory is out now because of that book. That's is fine. It? Yeah. Well, yeah, all our so theories are if, stupid anyway. So. Yeah, what if, didn't Princess and the Queens probably spoil some sort of thing? I mean, I feel like prequels are a free game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If there's information in a book that is out, then it's it's free okay, game. Okay, yeah. If, it, if they're out, yeah. I could do it that way. Absolutely. And if it's ruining, the- if it's destroying theories, then, oh, well, those theories are destroyed. It's just a theory. Anyway. Cool. Hmm. So that is the official podcast of Ice and Fire stands. <laughs> if it's public, if it's printed, then, then we'll refer to it. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. yeah. All and right. I was just looking on Tower of the Hand here, and uh, editor Anne Grohl released a quote mm-hmm. about uh, when's, when Winds of Winter will be released. And I actually mean Winds this time. Um, she said she doesn't have a date, blah, 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 uh, and I found this kind of interesting. She says, I currently have 168 pages that he submitted back in February 2013. But I know more exists. So the editor only has 168 pages for wins at the moment. Oh, God. That's not good. <laughs> Maybe isn't that's that, all that the, is... Isn't that all the spoiler chapters, basically? <laughs> is, is... <laughs> that is literally only slightly longer than Elliot Rogers' manifesto. That is... <laughs> So horrifying to me. <laughs> that's all his editor has. I'm, I'm hoping that he's just hoarding it in his room and like hasn't figured out how he wants to arrange it yet or something. But usually he gives her like the 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 the, uh, the chapters like individually, even if it's not in order, doesn't he? Yeah, where where's this this quote? Is just on the main page of Tower of the Hand? Yeah, here we go. Yes. Tower of Hand. It was mm-hmm. uh, uh, they posted it five hours ago. And what's 168 pages in that form? Does it become shorter or longer later? Dude, I have fan fictions longer than that. No, but in terms of when, even, <laughs> when it's edited, it's shorter, isn't it? Or is it? Uh, yeah. Well, no, no. Editor's not going to like put in stuff. Like, we need more food descriptions. Flesh it out to six hundred pages. Well, they may say this needs a little something. One hundred sixty-eight pages is nothing. That's exactly. That's, that's like what, that, what he had in two thousand eight. That's like <laughs> basically all the spoiler chapters. But he's, I mean, he's got other stuff. So he's got the spoiler chapters and a few other things. Well, maybe he's like scared that it'll get leaked or something, so he's holding on to eight hundred pages in his hand. <laughs> That that is disturbing. That is disturbing. You can't get it off his <laughs> computer. Oh man, I can't believe he still hasn't upgraded. Well, I wanted to ask you guys since I mentioned it, like a social commentary question. So you guys know obviously about the murder rampage that happened this past weekend in California, mm-hmm. and that was very sad and upsetting. And I read the manifesto of that um, of that murder fiend Elliot Rogers, and he talks extensively about how much he loves Song of Ice and Fire in it. Like, really. Yeah, like, he talks about how he picked up the books and, like, his wait for Dance with Dragons, his anticipation was very similar to mine, and just about how there were they were his favorite books. And so he references them a few times, and, like, I wonder if there has been a dialogue about, you know, whenever something like this happens, the school shooting, whenever there is violence of this nature, I feel like the typical thing, like, playing the bingo card of, like, journalism afterwards is to look at, like... The video games they were playing and the stuff that they were reading. Like, have we heard? Have you guys heard anything about Song of Ice and Fire being like blamed as like a 
bad influence on I, an insane person? I haven't heard it being blamed, but I have heard them trying to blame, like, uh, frat boy movies, things like, uh, you know, American Pie, stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, I mean, this was definitely, like, a very um, clearly, like, misogyny-motivated, you know, uh, spree, but I, I'm surprised that I haven't heard any commentary, not that it's deserved at all, that's linking this dude's, like, obsession with sex and violence and specifically misogyny to a book series that's kind of rife with it. Well, I feel no. like the books aren't the show is. Of the two, you'd say the show, but even that is nothing compared to the other stuff that he's seen. I, think, I mean, like, the, the Game of Thrones is a popular show. Everyone's going to watch it, even crazy people and murderers, right? Like, everyone's yeah. watching it. So... I don't know. I, th- I think that has nothing to do with what he did. Oh, I wasn't. It wasn't. No, I know it doesn't. I wasn't talking about the TV show. It was. He doesn't talk about the TV show at all. Um, he just talked about the books. So I was just curious when you read those books when you're young. Like, I wonder if there's going to be any debate about the effect that that has on like a growing mind about. I mean, clearly it's a work of fiction. Clearly it's a fucking fantasy novel. I don't really see that attitude that he seemed to have um, prevalent in the books at all. Like the whole. Uh... Uh, entitled t- entitlement. Everything is either oh. paid for or you're married to them. It, it, I don't. It seems very. I, I don't see the connection at all. Yeah. No. I'm not saying that that one does exist. I was just curious because I, I feel like I hear so much about video games and violence. I was just always wondering why. I was wondering if there would be any dialogue about that. But hmm. Hmm, anyway, I guess. Do we want to go ahead and get into the reread, or do you have anything else for me, Kyle? Uh, no. No, you can go. Do, do you go. You do your thing. <laughs> do your this thing. is your part. I don't have anything written. Kyle, every time. You had one job. You had one job. <laughs> you kidding me? I just read these right before we started today. No. Um, so they're fresh in your mind, so you are so ready to do a review. So we have uh, Daenerys 5 in The Clash of Kings. And uh, this one, she decides to dress in some, uh, to do her uh, street rat clothing and go down to the docks and walk around a bit. And uh, yeah. <laughs> no, um, this is the chapter where we meet uh, Strong Belwas and uh, Artson uh, Whitebeard. And um, he ends up saving uh, Daenerys from the, the poison scarab, Manticore. And uh, so. That's basically what happens in this chapter. So, yeah. What? <laughs> well, we need the we need like the art from the re, the chapter project that probably summarizes pretty well. That was a terrible description. I apologize. <laughs> Do you want that. to try again, Kyle? Yeah. Uh, this is all on you for some reason. Maybe we should have Ashley do it. Oh no! I wait. You just you haven't read the chapters? I have at some point. What are you, Mimi? <laughs> you read it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, let me, let me give it a shot here. So this chapter actually has several really important things that relate far beyond the chapter. One is the mention of the Song of Ice and Fire uh, and how that relates to the overall series. This is a big mention here. Uh, Dan, it shows Danny's growing, uh, thinking about, or even obsession about the prophecies that she got at the House of the Undying. And, I, and we'll talk about like if that's even useful to know what's coming up later, if, if your fate is set in stone there. And then it just talks about how where she's going to end up going. Like she's trying to get out of the Karth and... Illyrio makes a move here and, and brings her back and puts Belwas and uh, uh, Baristan in her path. So there's a lot in this chapter, a lot of setup for Danny that's important for the future books. That was better than mine. Good job, everyone, except Ashley. <laughs> I made me take a shot now and we'll, we'll splice it all together. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I think I'm okay. <laughs> cool. So let's go over it from the from the top. You guys, you we're definitely on the ball today. We're like all over this we're chapter all, like, recap half episode. We're just had ice cream. We're rusty. Yeah. You, you can tell. You can tell. We really wanted to do this. Um. So. <laughs> First thing I wanted to point out is that, um, not that it really bears any remark, but Danny is eating a bowl of cold shrimp and persimmon mm. soup at the beginning. Have you guys made that recipe from uh, from the Inn at the Crossroads slash Feast of Ice and Fire? I, I didn't realize there was a soup one in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. The first thing I did was look it up whenever I came across it in the reread because I know these girls are like all over every food reference. And I thought shrimp and persimmon soup is something that sounds really interesting. And I wonder like what they base that recipe off of. And it turns out, um, despite extensive research, they could not find a single soup recipe containing the two main ingredients. So they had to make their own. Mm. Have you made it? No, I haven't. It sounds pretty good, though. Mm. It sounds, yeah, it sounds pretty easy, too. But um, anyway, I guess that's like a Carthine thing. But well, they have a lot of weird yeah. food in here. Like they had like honey glazed mice or something. Uh, stick. Honey glazed mice? Yeah. Somehow I don't think that's in the book. Oh, man. No, it is. It is in the, it's in this the chapter. Co- um, the cookbook, I mean. No, oh, she means the cookbook. Okay. So Zara's and Daxos, like totally not, totally just disappointing us. Like we knew he would. What, with his bad game? What? What? I'm sorry? His bad game? He- like, you mean, like, lady game? Yeah, like, lady yeah. game. Yeah, no, <laughs> game does not recognize game. He is doing a terrible job. Uh, uh, clearly just wants the dragons, although I do think it's quite clever of Danny to ask him uh, how many ships there are in this world and um, valuing her dragons mm. at a third of all the ships in the world. So yeah, that was kind of clever. rather clever, this chapter. Yeah. It's kind of nice to see. Although it would also be clever, like, uh, not to piss off your host, who has really, I mean, come on. Like, looking at it from a different perspective, Danny has freeloaded off of him and all of her yeah. people just freeloading off of him with nothing in return, right? Well, if there's a trait that Danny does not have, it's self entitlement. <laughs> hmm. That She's, was yeah. <laughs> we got. <laughs> but I think it's, it's funny because reading this perspective, like, reading her POV, you totally understand her frustration what she's trying to get, how she needs to get it. It's really annoying that everyone's trying to take her dragons. Like, you understand it, but I think when you look at it in perspective and you're like, bitch, nobody owes you anything. Like, you're just staying at his house, eating his persimmon soup, and clearly he's going to get fed up at some point, you know? Yep. But um, he does talk about now that the House of the Undying has tumbled down, because that was the last Danny chapter we read, which feels like 100 years ago that they had the House of Undying chapter. And um, he mentions some weird rumors that he's been hearing about. And I I thought it was kind of interesting that he kind of lists off all of these abnormalities. That the glass candles are burning in the house of Urthon Nightwalker. Hmm. Um, Glass candles. Are we talking about the dragon glass candles? Is that like the ones that are in the Meister place? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So I think, yeah, this is definitely one of the times that we hear about how the the dragon glass is starting to burn again. Yeah. that have not burned in a hundred years. So is that, I mean, that's related to the dragons, right? Not necessarily the downfall of the house of the undying. I would it, say so. Yeah. Just has it been a hundred years since the last dragon? About that. That yeah. sounds about right because Duncan egg took place like 89 years before. Yeah. About that. And, and yeah, I think dunk had said that Arlen remembered. So it seems yeah. about that right time span. Hmm. 
Um, and he said, ghost grass grows in the Garden of Gihon, which is like a fucking tongue twister, apparently. <laughs> is that near a shike at the ghost grass? Well, that, yeah, the ghost I grass. I feel like it's been re- in- referenced before. It is. It grows throughout the Shadowlands in eastern Essos. So, in the Shadowlands mm. of Ashai. Um, and it's supposed to be, what, taller than a human on horseback and pale stalks. Oh. And the Dothraki believe that ghost grass glows the spirits of the dam and one d- will one day cover the entire earth, uh, which sounds like nonsense superstition. But Bad. it's interesting. Science. I don't know what Bad. the Garden of Gihon is, but it's interesting that ghost grass is growing in, in Karth. And phantom tortoises have been seen carrying messages between the windowless houses on Warlock's Way. It's like a beautiful, badass, fantastical image to me. That's kind of cool. And now that I can't say I've heard of anywhere else. Yeah, definitely a first. Do you guys uh, know what Torkoal looks like? He's a Pokemon. He's a fire type Pokemon. He's oh a tortoise. yeah, absolutely. Okay, so no one no, knows I what I'm talking no about. But I definitely just vis- just visioned like envisioned just this lane of like torkles, these just Pokemon going up and down the street with messages in their mouths. It's, <laughs> it's kind of it, adorable. It is really cute, actually. <laughs> Probably not that cute uh, in Warlock's way, which sounds like a fake street name that the worst fantasy writer in the world writes <laughs> for his uh, city of wizards. Not to say that George is a bad writer, but it's really weird that he just named a street Warlock's way. He did name a house Man Woody. Oh, yeah, it's true. Sometimes, you know, it goes for the low ball. So the Garden of Gahan has, this is the only time it's ever mentioned in the books, so we don't know anything else about it. Nope. It's probably in Lands of Ice and Fire. It's probably marked somewhere. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, and all the rats in the city are chewing off their tails. That's weird. Disturbing. And the wife of Mathos Malarawan, who once mocked a warlock's drab, moth-eaten robe, has gone mad and will wear no clothes at all. It sounds sexy. Um, I don't know. What's going on there? Blind Sebastian, the eater of eyes, can see again. Also don't know what's going on there. Karth is weird as fuck, y'all. We don't know enough about it. It's so strange. It's such an exotic land. Like, it, and and Danny has so few chapters. It feels like whenever we head over there, it is. It just feels so exotic to me as a reader. Um, and I know it's yeah. supposed to. It's and, they, and well, you look at it on the map, and it's like in its own little spot. Like there's nothing else around it, and it's a port city too. So there must be lots of multiculturalisms going on there too. What part of Essos is it in? Where is it? It's like. Between the Slaver's Bay and the Shy. It's like right in the middle, kind of. So is that south? That's in southern Essos, right? Southern Essos towards the east-ish. <laughs> it's like surrounded by nothing. We have a map up here. Do you have a map we can look at just to... Yeah, it's got access to water, but it's... You know, there's nothing else around it. I think it's like in the middle of the red waste. Well, it's a key, like, I mean, just it's kind of like a narrowing point, right? So all the ships go through that area. Where's the uh, map? So who's this blind Sebastian eater of eyes? Did yeah, he actually is... eats eyeballs? So, yeah, I don't think that we have any more information on this. This is literally the only thing. He just regained his sight after the destruction of the House of the Undying, which makes you wonder if that might have, like, been a curse or something on him. I feel like this is all just an example of just magic getting stronger, like, and, and the warlocks are taking advantage of it. But I'm wondering if, yeah, if the actual burning of the house did anything, if it was related to anything. But, you know, it's interesting. This isn't the first time that we've heard about magic getting stronger, right? Yeah. I think they talked about, um, like, a 
know, a street rat, like a circus performer on the streets. I don't know yeah. what they called it. Sorry, but he was able to climb like a rope of fire. Oh, I remember that. Or something. They mentioned that he was not even like able to do a simple trick. Yeah. Just, yeah, you know. Yeah, so it was uh, one of the red priests or uh, someone who gotcha. worshipped red. So it's interesting seeing these little instances of magic getting stronger because the dragons are here. But I also, like I said, I wonder what that says about the house and the end dying falling down. Hmm. A little off topic. Can I just say how much I love talking about this with you guys? Because Amin and I were at Anime North and there was a Song of Ice and Fire panel and we were just holding our tongues the entire time. And it's just so nice to be able to talk details. Was I mean, were they not accurate? or It was just very uh, general. You couldn't get into details at all. Yeah, no, it's kind of nice to be back talking about the books proper. I mean, I have you guys have been doing the episode recaps and stuff. I don't know how much you get into book territory when you talk about the TV show, but it's nice to be not, able to go to into an exhaustive yeah. detail. In this, like, that's a good thing about the podcast. If we want to like take a minute and talk about something very, like you know, niche or whatever, we can. This eater of eyes, bro. Apparently, totally yeah. did not even recognize him on my first couple of reads, but um, I did think that was kind of interesting. I don't even know if they're ever going to go into any of these details um, or expound on them later, but I like how George sets up these little details that he can always go back and make connections to Mm. or, like, you know, expand on any of these stories because they're all, like, potential interesting little stories, Um, but he just, like, I feel like he leaves himself all of these really cool things to world build with. I I wonder if it's going to be all touched upon in the world of Ice and Fire or if it's more like well, maybe once I'm done the series, I'll go back and do a prequel taking place in this section of the world or something like that. I mean, you can imagine these books written over and over again and, like, from different perspectives and different regions would, like, still be so worthwhile, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, really like, loved uh, it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, what is it? Joe Abercrombie, his books. Like, there's mm-hmm. the trilogy taking place with one group of people and then the another books taking place in a completely different part of the world but you still get some of the crossover and it's really cool i like it when the chapters in the song of ice and fire books do that you know when there Mm -hmm. is some overlap and you're getting a different character's perspective on the same situation that's touched on in both chapters i think it's a really cool i think george does it really well and i'd like to see a lot more of it so he does it with uh, sam and john in the last two books but that one was a bit much it was like the entire it's a complete overlap for a lot of it yeah that was um, I like uh, the Danny Tyrion when he finally gets to uh, Marine, and you know he kind of sees her and is, you know, making judgments based on you know his first impressions, and then later on we get mm. Danny's perspective of not even really noticing him and, you know, taking off on a dragon. Mm. Yeah, and we get in um, dance too, or when uh, or in feast when Cersei hears of uh, Davos' death, and then later on in dance we find out what actually happened during that, mm. what that deal yeah. was. Yeah. I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of that. We certainly did with Dance and Feast because they overlapped, but I think we'll probably continue to get stuff like that because George has set up so much of it. Over do you think in he's this... going to... Sorry to cut in again. Um, okay. Do you think he's going to just drop uh, POVs that he can't keep up anymore? Like No way. That, we, that had a POV that we're just not going to get anymore because there's too many? Oh, I thought you meant like drop the entire format of POV. No. <laughs> Chapter one. It, w- it would be faster, actually, if he switched to that kind of narrative. Like who, Ashley? Who would get dropped? Well, I don't know. Maybe Barristan or... Um, well, Barristan just Ario got picked get up. one or something? Well, I feel I like feel there like... are characters that may not... There may not be a purpose to have another POV chapter with from them, hmm. but will still be addressed. Like, they may... Like a character may die, 
uh, like Ned died in an Aria POV, hmm. and so he yeah, no, I, I don't mean that, that we'll never see them again. I just mean we'll we won't get a POV of them again because they've kind of served their purpose and that was it. Hmm. Hopefully, Melisandre. No, I was, was going to say Melisandre. They might not want to give again. They've already given some away from her, but every time we'll see in her head, we'll get so much information out of there. They might not want to do that. Yeah, I'm eventually. I mean, he has kind of strayed away from some and picked up others, you know. So I wouldn't be surprised if he continued to do that. Hmm. Sorry for derailing. Ah, no, that's we, okay. We need a list of the POVs for this kind of question to like look at and see, like, to make that kind of prediction. Yeah, it feels like when you read it, it's really organic, right? Like no one's sitting there parsing it out. Like, how long has it been since I've read this POV? You know. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Danny like does not even know what to do at this point in her life. Uh very stressful she is obviously not wanted in this house she's been freeloading off of so she's just kind of struggling with this idea of you know she wants to maybe settle down somewhere until dragons got bigger but she doesn't really know like where she should go which direction she needs to go in if she needs to go away from her enemies in the seven kingdoms or toward them so clearly she's made up her mind that she's going to go toward them right i mean she's looking for ships yeah, and Jorah wanted to go east, actually. So, I mean, twice in this chapter, she almost ends up going toward E.T., which I think you would have enjoyed, right, Mimi? To see, like, going toward what? E.T., like the Asian side of the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, no, it's interesting because Jorah does want her to go east. I mean, do you think he's got some ulterior motive there, or is it just, like, he does not want to come face-to-face with his, uh, with his traitorous motivations back home? Well, I mean, he's, he's realistic. I mean, they uh, they don't really have the numbers, anything to do anything in the West until the dragons go up. Even if they did, do you think he'd still want to go with her? I mean, he's going to get found out, you know? Hmm. <sighs> I mean, he'll be exposed, but the real question is, I mean, he his, his dream was to go back to Bear Island anyway, right? So... Does he want to... He wants to go back? Well, that was the reason why he was selling out yeah. Danny Initially, in the first place. Now mm-hmm. he just wants to go wherever Danny goes, basically. That's right. Gotcha. Yes. So he's okay. Mm. So he would stay in the east with her. You don't think there's anything else going on there that he's trying to direct her towards? Not that comes to mind. Mm. No. Um. You know, you know when you have good friends, like when you can just like hang out and not say anything for a while, and it's all cool. <laughs> it's true yeah. though. Like I, I consider that true with my friends. Are you are you <laughs> calling us your friends? Or? Yeah, you guys are my best friends. Oh, good friends, right? Like you can be just hanging out, like you know, driving around or just chilling, and and just not saying anything for a while, and it's fine. But it's you not can't really run a podcast, a podcast off <laughs> of not saying anything. Let's just have a two-hour comfortable silence. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the, the podcast I remove the silences, but they're there in the recording. We'll just be sitting there, the four of us. Yeah, this feels good. You guys it feels like bonding. <laughs> we need to get our shit together. We need to talk. <laughs> so, what do you think of the? I, uh, Overall, I mean, she keeps thinking about the Warlock's uh, prophecies or whatever, and what's going to mm-hmm. come out of that. Like, but I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, what's the purpose of even knowing about this? It's useless. It's just, it's going to happen, and you, all you might do is just fulfill it by knowing about it. Well, that's the question. That prophecies can be avoided, though, right? Like, that feels like that's kind of a recurring theme with with I hope George's they can be avoided, but point. it doesn't seem like they can. Be. I always thought that the print, like the the stallion who mounts the world, was an example of one that was broken. And hopefully mm-hmm. it is, but I mean, then again, it could be Danny could be the one, and they're just too sexist to think that it could be a woman that is a stallion. Yeah, we saw that a lot with Duncan Egg, right? The misread dragon dreams and this idea that no one's really getting it right, that it, they're misinterpreting it, but it was there all along in some other capacity. So yeah, it could be the case, but also really like the idea that these prophecies don't actually have to mean anything, you know? I hope so, but 
it's, I don't know, like the Cersei's prophecies are a way to get out of it, and it doesn't seem like it, it just seems like it's so down to the mark, it's gonna happen, this, 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 this. So, like, hmm. lacking control there. Kyburn thinks that you can change prophecies, like you can kill people and, and change them. Right, and that's, that's kind of what kind of prompted me to think that that might be a recurring theme in the books. Yeah, so much editing to do. I mean, <laughs> no, just uh, just remove silence. <laughs> yeah, he just pushes the two buttons. To the button, remove all silence. Up. What about all the silences where no one's saying anything and like Kyle's just in the background going like, oh, or whatever, was, like the, the noise that he's making. Then I take a sample of that audio and then remove the <laughs> like sound. <laughs> Am I going? <laughs> I don't think I've been doing Kyle, that. Kyle is, is multitasking. He's motorboating. You know, you actually have never done that. I was just like trying to make a noise, but you're always like, hmm. I know. I do Kyle, do a lot Kyle of, is uh, doing his dishes in the background. I don't. I wasn't. I wasn't doing dishes. I know. I'm just figuring a joke. That's, that's going to be our new joke. It's like if, if you're not responding and doing dishes. Yeah. Or um, you could be like uh, Chase shaving his beard that one time, right? Did he actually do that, or is that just like something I made I mean, up? He did that okay. every episode. He, he multitasked. He was shaving his beard for every episode. No, it was. He got pissed episode. off enough that he actually did shave his beard at one point. Well, oh, yeah. okay. No, he shaved his beard because you were you were telling him that his beard was scratching his mic. Oh. <laughs> And so he got out his, his electric razor and he shaved his beard. Well, that sounds like a thing I would do is just goad somebody <laughs> into removing their facial hair. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. So moving on. So how many ships do you think if... if uh, never mind, edit that. <laughs> you hear that silence to remove? You can't remove it. No, well, you can cut it out. God damn it. What am I talking about? <laughs> No, I love it, Kyle. Make filler noises get... always. So that guy on the uh, the dead man on the prow on the ship, is that pretty much Victorian? Do we agree on that? I was wondering yes. about that myself. Mm. Is that him? I mean, I think that's a general consensus, right? So Victorian's dead man walking. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes me sad. We liked him before he went crazy. I still like him. Uh, Wait, when did he go crazy? I didn't like him that much. I, In I dance? Like his chapters, but... Why did he go crazy? Seems Did like you he... not read Dance? I don't know. He seemed pretty <laughs> crazy in that. I, he seemed to be the same old Victorian as, as always. He just has a magical friend now. He's never been particularly bright. Yeah. Well, I liked him. I liked him a lot before he started to set sail for you like, I mean, you, you, you and Ashley both like him, but other than, than, like, I don't know, his strong man physique, like, what did you like about him? Uh, like that he was real bitter at his brother. <laughs> um... Like a man that can hold a grudge for a really long time and also has had a past of domestic abuse. Um, <laughs> so you don't even know if it's domestic abuse if you just killed no, your wife. It, I think that's but what it, it, he, it made him do it, right? Paul? Yeah. Oh, do it. yeah. Actually, you know what? I revised my opinion. Victoria, Victorian has seemed like a big titty baby this entire time, actually. <laughs> I just, I thought maybe he was okay because I hated Euron so much. I was like definitely on Victorian's right. team, but like... Any man that, like, kills his wife and says it's his brother's fault is, like, it's got some major victim right. complex issues. <laughs> it's both their fault. I mean, Euron is a catalyst for it, but then he also did it himself. But uh, actually, speaking sure of Euron... i probably disagrees, but... Yeah. Speaking of Euron, have you heard the Euron is uh, Dario theory that was popular what? lately? Yeah. No. Yeah. This is a new thing. Yeah, it was the Dyson Firecon. It was spreading around. Dude, well, I actually had heard it before Ice and Fire oh, Con, yeah. and then I heard it at Ice and Fire Con. I'm like, oh my god, it actually is a thing. Yeah, it sounds like some bullshit Amina spreading around. Well, no, I, just I, know, I heard thi- it from someone completely unrelated to the podcast in any way. So they're like, hey, have you heard this theory? I'm like, no. And then I go to Ice and Fire Con the next week. It's like, wow, this is a thing. Well, don't just mention the theory. Explain it. 
Do you really have to explain it? It was literally just... I, I thought it was complete bullshit, but I'll say it's, it's better than the Dario is Benjen theory anyways. That, that one's a complete joke. The, the, the point of this one is that you, they could be the same guy, and Euron does know about the dragons, and I mean, it would be pretty powerful if he was Dario, like, towards his plans, because he's in a strong position, but... And that's why. That, doesn't that doesn't else. that fuck with the timeline of like him being yes, with Danny and yeah. theory people doesn't care don't yeah. care. The timeline's off, and uh, there's no other reason. Like it, it's it, from Euron's perspective, it would be great if he was Dario. Like it'd be great for him. But other than that, there's no basis for the theory. It'd be great for him because then he'd be <laughs> Dario. Because if he, <laughs> 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 it might as well be the Kyle. With the same logic, you'd say the Kyle is Dario theory. Because if you were Dario, it would be great for you, right? So. Hell it's, yeah. It's very advantage, advantageous, but not just for being with her, but just getting the dragons, right? I am Dario. <laughs> hey, right, ladies. We gotta, should keep moving. I gotta go. Okay, let's keep moving. Okay, it's a mention of Song of Ice and Fire in here, and uh, Mummer's Dragon. A lot of stuff that makes a lot more sense later didn't make sense at the time, right? Hmm. When you're reading it. I like that when been... uh, when when he was like, when Daenerys, what is the Song of Ice and Fire? And George is like, no, no, no. Never heard that song. Never heard that one. <laughs> I love the description of the um, of the market that she's at. I think they've every time they've had Danny oh, at yeah. market, they've always like described all the goods that they have there, and I feel like it does. A, they do a really good job. Uh, not sure why it spells like sperm. Yeah. And it's air smelled an oil of and salt sperm. and yeah, frying fish, uh, both good smells. Hot tar and honey, with incense and oil and sperm. Because you have Probably semen cause... from half a hundred nations. Oh, you beat me to it, I mean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm missing something here. Yeah, well, you you, didn't read when you read the chapter. chapter, you get a lot out of it, Ashley. It's like if you, read, if you actually read the chapter. I'm kind of happy I missed that part, actually. I like that they're selling Dragon's Egg that looks suspiciously like painted rocks. Mm. I feel like there's got to be people out there selling rocks as Dragon's Eggs, right? Like, that has to be a thing. And there's got to be people buying them, too. Mm-hmm. It's like in um, the Canterbury Tales with the dude who sells all the fake, uh, fake knickknacks. Fake religious things. Yes, it is like that book You're I didn't read. read. <laughs> you, you never read the Canterbury Tales? I actually own no. them, but I don't ha- haven't read it. It's like mandatory reading back in the, back in school. I'm not from this country. <laughs> Likely excuse. <laughs> it's my excuse for everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do we want to talk about that attempt on our life? Sure. There's just one the one line I wanted to say. There, there's a Greyhound ship. I went. I was wondering if that was some sort of reference to Greyhound, or if it's just by chance. <laughs> Quicksilver. Oh, I think Quicksilver is a reference to X Men: Days of Future Past and the Avengers movies. Um, no, I don't know what that is. Greyhound. Nope. 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 So this like- is the point that. I'm oh, sorry. She's being followed by Barristan, right? Yep. And Bellas. What did you guys think about that the first time Jorah noticed that she was being followed? Did you think it was a threat? Absolutely. Hmm. Hell yeah! Everybody's out together. Yeah, there's no reason not to think it was a threat. Like, if you don't have any information on them, there's two people following them. That could be dangerous. So what is it about Strong Belwas that makes him look like a eunuch? Uh, he's probably hairless. Hmm. Okay. That's usually the, oh, yeah, fat and hairless. Belly, I guess. He's more likely to become fat, right? But none of mm-hmm. the unsullied are fat. Hmm. Well, I think that that's because they're always having to, like, murder puppies and stuff. It keeps you limber. But, like, I think a, a eunuch that doesn't do anything... Like, um, uh, except they say, kill like, people in fighting pits. Well, they say eunuchs that um, like become household guards oh. and stuff go to fat really easily because yeah. they're not. You know, the idea is that they are maybe active once every you know emergency, but like yeah, 
I don't know. And I think Belmont used to be probably like the captain shape, whereas even a pit fighter might only fight once a week or something like that. Well, that and Belwas, like, he's left the pits, right? Yeah. So That's maybe true. it's been a long time since he... Is there something medical about being a eunuch that makes you go fat? Depends on when it happened. If it was, like, pre-puberty, hmm. that does affect you. I think it affects your hormones somehow that it's more likely to hold on to fat or something like that. Well, I know if you got no balls, your, your, your testosterone levels aren't, aren't going anywhere. Uh, I mean, aren't going up. But, um... Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know the medical part I'm of it. Pretty that. sure they. Yeah, I think somebody probably um, Linecom covered it on our forums once, like what the medical basis for it. But I think there is something. Well, I don't care what happened on the forums. I'm talking about right now. Yeah. It's something. Well, I just know that. Yeah. yeah, when I studied music, there was you know the castrati, and that there is like uh, there it will change. Kyle, if you what, why don't you do an ex- experiment do do? and let us know? <laughs> I've got a really tight elastic around my testicles right now. They're gonna fall off any second. Ow. <laughs> Ow is right. No, thank you. I'm, I've grown attached to these guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the, the exact biochemical basis for it, but it just seems like the very much the typical reaction that happens. That, God you damn know. it, Mimi, you're our medical doctor. you got to yeah. figure out <laughs> Go ask your boss, Mimi. Be like, hey, so somebody's a eunuch, they're going to be fat. Yeah, I'm sure my pain man- management physician is really going to know exactly what is up with Unix. Um, but, I mean, it just kind of seems to be par for the course. And you see, you've seen Unix, like, you see the effect of castration all throughout history, too. So, um, I don't know that anyone has ever studied that in great detail, but I'm sure someone is listening to this feeling that we are very, very stupid and we're missing some obvious... Yeah. Well, well, that happens uh, every episode. Well, talking about the uh, the attack where the guy says, I am so sorry, that's going to be the catchphrase for this episode, probably. Yeah, I'm so sorry about this podcast. <laughs> we just you wanted crying, the four of us back it. together. We're all so rusty right now. But I mean, I'm enjoying it, but I don't feel like it's we're being... We never try to be entertaining on purpose. It just works out. Oh, we know we are never entertaining, <laughs> yeah. and this is terrible. I'm sorry to everyone. I owe every listener $100 for putting you guys through this right now. But we are getting through this chapter yeah. of this dude trying to sell her a fucking plate, right? Yeah. Yep. Dude wants to sell that plate. And at first, I thought he was going to do something to her, but uh, not the case. Well, yeah, it's because last time she was in a market, some seller tried to, yeah, yeah tried to scam her. Mm. So, scam her. So super yeah. fast flash Barristan. It seems like he was so far away from her, and then all of a sudden he was like there in an instant, killing the bug. Mm. Like, killing the bug. <laughs> you made that sound like not at all a thing. <laughs> How did he get there so quick? Jesus, he moves fast. He's Barristan the Bold. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it was a car thing that gave her a jewel box. And, um, and like an she idiot, she it. just takes it and opens it. Oh, thanks, click. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. the Well, I understood that she done. took the box, but I thought maybe she'd put a little more thought into it before she opened it. You know I what I mean? I think so. Well, I mean, ostensibly, you take things out of reflex that are just, like, thrust into your face, right? Like, here's a free thing. You'll just take it. But you not should probably... Not when you've probably... been running for your life. Not yeah, when but it's a box. Like... Running from killers your entire life. Yeah, so what is up with that bug having a face? Yeah, click on the uh, link I sent, the first one. That's awesome. Could it be kind of like those bees that have the Yeah, I think it's like back? the... It's not... It's just like the, the markings on the skin or whatever. Like, the shape of the pattern <laughs> is like a face. Hmm. 
Swear to God, Kyle, if you send a picture of two Beatles having sex, I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot. I about felt that. like this would be the perfect time for you to oh, yeah. send me that horrible fucking <laughs> picture. Oh shit, where is that? That was from like. <laughs> for those years of you ago, who it? just yeah. joined the podcast uh, a few years ago, Kyle decided to send me a picture of Beatles uh, having sex. He knows I'm scared of bugs. And uh, it was disgusting. It was a disgusting photo. Then he just started embedding it like a, like just hiding the image link, you know, and just sending it to me in conversations, <laughs> pretending it was something else. And the real, the final insult came when he printed the picture out and mailed it to me for my birthday. <laughs> Literally the meanest thing anyone has ever done to me. And, uh, I feel like this would have been a perfect time for him to, to send me a picture of that again now that we're talking about this bug. But. Oh, I had forgotten about that. I think, yeah. that wasn't there like a dead. tornado warning in Texas when you open that in your car alone in like some parking garage? <laughs> yeah, I did open it in my parking garage. I was so mad at you. I've never been so mad in my life at anybody. <laughs> I can't believe that like a fucking post office guy had to take that picture from California <laughs> and just sent, take it to Texas. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, that brings back fond memories. Of you being the worst person. But also thank you for sending me a birthday card. It was oh, really sweet. Happy birthday. Where is that picture? Is this... <laughs> no, no. Fuck you. Anyway, Jorah totally smashes this bug. What was it again? No, it was, it like, was uh, Barristan, I think, who smashed it. Right? It was a manticore, right? Yeah. yeah. It's deadly. Okay, so a manticore is supposed to be like a big thing, though. Let's see. Just As I understood it, a manticore is supposed to have a lion's body and a scorpion tail. As I understood, unicorns didn't look like rhinoceros, but, you know, Skagos is a different story. It's like a baby one or something. But it, I, don't, I always thought it was like a beast and not like a... Hmm. No, don't. Fuck you, Kyle. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> that is. I'm not opening that link. Um, but it's, it's weird that they call it a manticore. Look at that ass. Um, oh God, Kyle! Manticore. Let's Google image search this bad boy. Yeah, well, traditionally they are, you know, big things, but it's a lion with bat wings. I feel like George kind of takes his own take on these animals. Yeah. I mean, the dragons are really ra- wavelengths, aren't they? Yeah. I kind of just so saw it as I a guess... big scorpion kind of thing, but it, like if, in yeah. George's version of it, with some sort of marking on it. Mm. But with the human face. Yeah, it says almost like a face. Does it actually mean like an actual face, or does it just mean the image? Kind of like the markings of like a butterfly or something like that. that can no, it said almost human. I mean, it is a composite beast. A manticore always is, yeah. so maybe it had like a person's face. And To be honest, that would be really creepy. That would be creepy as hell. Oh yeah. my god, yes. It would probably have like a tiny it, baby you, you know what it would be like? It would be like uh, that short story. What was it, the one that we read? Oh, um, Sand Kings? Sand Kings, yeah. Oh, That's probably what inspired so it, creepy. yeah. Oh my god, it was so fucking creepy. <laughs> Because it's almost like Would a face, right? Yeah, you guys, by the way, should read Sand Kings because that did seem like... No, that Kyle! A short story? No, that, that's not Bugs Having Sex. That's the show Manticore. Whatever. Um, oh, okay. It, 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 it's you. still a bug, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are there are bugs in, in the real world that have faces. Like uh, oh. in uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs, there's the Death's Head Moth. There's what? a moth that has like a face. This, yeah, the show one they, they I, went with I, that I, I, the interpretation I was, I was mentioning. I guess it, it's like just a marking on the tail that looks like a face. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. But most importantly, that plate seller pooped himself. Yeah. <laughs> he got a silver for his troubles, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah, at least he didn't get dragged yeah. behind the, you know, Dothraki. That was so. Fun. Is this the first sorrowful man that we've seen? Mm. On screen, I think. So. I mean, there's been mentions of it. I think they were talking about. 
hiring them. Yeah, because at the beginning, I thought they talked about hiring. Um, they, I guess they talked about hiring faceless men to kill Danny, which yeah. would have been far more successful. Yes, and but a this lot is more what expensive. happens when you don't pay yeah, you, for we, top quality. Yeah, when you, you have two failed assassinations. Service. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Well, I don't think most people have the amount of money to hire a faceless man. Yeah. So, that shit's expensive. Mm. I, I feel like, uh, you know, the rich people should just, you know, hire poor people to to be their proxies, and then they hire the faceless men. Because <laughs> it, it, it seems like that would work out a lot better for them. Yeah, I feel like they would be able to see through that somehow. They'd be able to tell that it wasn't a legitimate quest. Um, did you guys recognize... Barristan? I might have asked you guys this before, but hmm. I don't think the typical reader would have picked that up. No, I, I did not. Yeah, it's not enough details, right? It's just an old guy with a stick. <laughs> an old guy well, with it's an old guy with a, a beard stick. Too. But they say but he's I... got Westeros features, and he admits yeah. that he is from Westeros. Um, huh. there, there are a lot of hints in there. Now that yeah. I know, reading this chapter, I'm like, how did I not, how did I not realize that? Because he gives a lot of hints. Um, especially about how uh, just he kind of uh, he holds himself and that, with that dignity, and uh, he's down on one knee the entire time he's talking to her. Yeah. It's oh, all and also yeah. the fact that like he tells Jorah that he remembers him. He saw him fight at Lannisport, oh, where yeah. he nearly unhorsed the Kingslayer. And Jorah says, "You, your face seems familiar." At this point, we should have been like, "Hey, Whitebeard might be a bro that we know," but I don't think that it ever occurred to us, especially because Barristan's dismissal was like. It was. It felt like it was ages ago, yeah. And we never really heard much about him or followed up on him. And you know, it was one of those things where he did seem like a minor character, and the King's Guard seemed kind of like a minor thing relative to all of the injustices that were happening to Ned at that time. True. And it just kind of went under the radar. So I think it was a cool way of George to take out a character and then put him back in at this point. Well, people were asking where he was too. Now that I remember, like Remley was like, "Where did he go?" Really? Tywin, yeah, Remley's like, "Where? Where is Barristan? Is he with Rob? Mm-hmm. No." And then Tywin's like, "Where is he?" So I guess if you were really paying attention, you could keep marking. That's off. that's right. Yeah. You're absolutely right because they they foreshadowed that point that whoever like Barristan goes to is going to win the love of the people because he was so popular. Yeah. So he tells the truth when he's talking about his past, huh? When he says that he was born in the Dornish Marches, which is true, and he squired for Lord Swan's household, uh, which is also true. So another reason why Sir Jor could have totally seen through his disguise. He's he's being perfectly honest in that regard. Yep. Mm. Yeah. I wonder, who did he uh, squire for? Did we ever know? Oh, it was Lord Manfred Swan. Okay. Yeah, and he grew up on the Dornish Marches. Cool. Yeah, because Har- House Selmy is from Harvest Hall, and it's a seat in, seat in the Stormlands, and it's located in the Dornish Marches. Did you guys know that he was knighted by Egg? Barristan? Mm-hmm. No, didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, he was knighted at the age of 16 by Egg on the 5th after his impressive display of martial prowess while uh, competing as a mystery knight. Oh, yeah, I remember he was a mystery knight, yeah. And he defeated Dunk. <clears throat> Did he? In, the, in mm-hmm. that particular one, or later on? Yeah, he defeated Dunk oh. in that one. The Dunk and um, and uh, Eggs Eggs Dunk. Hmm. Sorry, Dunk and eggs uh, dunk. sorry, Dunk and then Eggs Son Dunk. <laughs> oh, sorry. Also, by the way, I feel like Eggs Son is like the only Targaryen who didn't have like a crazy Targaryen name. You know, he's like, I'm gonna name this one Duncan. Duncan the first. It's because their friendship was so strong. Yeah, I'd like to well, see another. It's not that weird. Well, it was the A-E sound, you know, like, and oh, that yeah. has happened a few times, but um, I wonder if almost all of the Targaryens had that A-E 
kind of pairing in their name. Mm. What do you guys think about the fact that, like, at the end of all of this, it's like Illyrio's money that comes and gets her again? Mm. Like, it made more sense than the TV show version of it, where they just kind of looted the guy's house. I have a question: Where, how, where's the connection between Barristan and Illyrio? Oh, he Did, says the uh, Bellwas tells her that they were sent to her by the fat man with sweet stink in his hair. I understand that, but how did Ilario find out about Barristan? Did, did Varys have something to do with yeah. this back at King's Landing? Clearly, yeah. Just as he said, yeah. Varys okay. manipulated it. Yeah, mm. he, Barristan probably stormed out and Varys was like, all up, up in that. All up in that. Well, and Barristan mentions like in the fifth book exactly like how he got away and stuff, so somewhere between leaving King's Landing and getting there, he kind of went to... Oh, he does? Gosh. I, I do it, love the shit out of the fact that Danny names her ships after the original Conquering Dragons. Yeah. But it is a tease. It's like, oh yeah, exactly. she's heading back toward the west now and they they never go, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, exactly. Right when I finished this chapter, I was like, bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't even... Did they really even rename the ships? Because you remember one of them was Joso's Prank and then they like broke off part of it and called it Joso's Cock? <laughs> I feel like... I feel like they probably never actually did paint her ships with new names. Yeah, or did they? Not. Probably forgot about it. Like, it's not worth doing that. I like how she says, paint the names on their hulls in golden letters three feet high, well, Arson. At least, at least he's it like, was the old name. Like, otherwise it'd be like Valerian's well, cock or something. Yeah, but I like that he, she would tell him that. And he's like, I'm a fucking knight. I don't paint ships. If it was still crewed by the old crew, then they probably still refer to it by yeah. the old name. Exactly, yeah. yeah. All right, there's All one right. last thing I wanted to say for this chapter, but it, it kind of involves mentioning something for the TV show. It's not a big spoiler, though, because it's dumb. Do you mind if I Uh-oh. say it, Mimi? Or? Dangerous. Uh, I don't care. Okay, in the TV show, they said that the Lannisters are running out of gold. like they're, But it's bullshit. Like it, the, There's ideas to it, but from what we've heard from the the books and like you know uh, Elio and stuff, that's not true. The Lannisters have gold. But in the TV show, they just kind of mentioned that they don't have gold. But if, if you do accept it, I mean, it's funny because I found in, in this chapter, they, they're they t- chatting with the people and, and this one guy from Lease, he, already, he knows about Tywin. He's like, oh, uh, Tywin and I'm shitting gold every night. But you know mm-hmm. that Tywin's like constipated, right? So maybe that's why they're running out of gold. So that's just a joking theory I came up with. Okay. <laughs> what? I'm what so confused right now. <laughs> Very complicated theory. Ty- Tywin's constipated when he's dying, right? So he's unable to re- resupply the gold. That's what he's not constipated. He was the opposite. Uh, he was, yeah. No, he was. He was sitting. He was constipated, and then he died, and then he released. He was on the toilet for so long yeah. because he couldn't shit. Yeah, and he might have been poisoned oh, because he was on the I'm toilet. I thought he was maybe just like reading or something. Yeah. And that's why he stank so bad afterwards because all the shit yeah, was, yeah, just was built still up in his and body. Shit in the, exactly, and it might have been. And that relates to the other theory that he might have been poisoned before he died, yeah. which is more. Is that like a is that like a formal medical theory that your shit smells worse when you're constipated because it's been in your body for too long? <laughs> that sounds stupid. No, that that that's that theory is actually a decent one where it's like he was poisoned by the viper and he was going to die anyways, like by the the one that clogs you up. There you go. Well, being constipated means you can't go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. Is it? So, is there? A so drug when you that... die, and 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 your body releases everything, <laughs> constipation doesn't matter at that point, right? No, but I mean the poison uh, might have had an effect. That's why. Okay. But here's here's the thing: if you're constipated, and okay, I cannot believe we're having this conversation <laughs> right now, death isn't going to change that. Like it's not like you die and then your colon just falls out, you know, like. <laughs> It does if he gets shot in the gut, though. So, 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 so that goes to my theory. Like, so he's gonna 
Because when you die, your your bowels and everything release, right? After a certain amount of time. I mean, I think the idea That's is snap. that like the idea is that in the moment of death, you defecate or you're just yeah. you, there's this idea that like your bowels will relax or whatever. But I mean, if you're actively on the toilet trying to make it happen, I mean, I don't see the difference between doing that and then just dying. Like, what are we talking about? Well, Why are we talking the about this? Is a pretty good laxative, I would say. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. You're right. Getting getting a crossbow in your colon would probably help the process. Wait, but... He got shot in the asshole. Well, in the gut. No, right the your colon goes pretty far up, dude. Well, I mean, it doesn't. Your small intestine goes, okay, whatever. What are we talking about? God, I missed you guys. <laughs> well, this is really embarrassing for me, having worked in gastroenterology for a while, to like to have this conversation right now and to probably You, you could verify not whether Tywin could have actually shit gold or not. You could actually... Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely hit up my old boss about that. Okay, so can we move on and not talk about poop anymore? Let's move on, yeah. So we're done with this chapter, I think, right? We got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right, now, do you have We're time moving to on to Aria. One? Oh, you do? Okay. Good. I do not. I have to oh. leave. But. Shoot. I'm sorry. You want to move Please. on, but you don't want to be here for it. <laughs> I just want you guys to have the poop discussion without me, so <laughs> I do not have to uh, have that on my right. track record on this podcast. <laughs> well, do we want to wrap it up then? Yeah, I wouldn't be against wrapping it up if, you, if you're okay. leaving and Ashley hasn't read yeah. it. Then it's only the two of us, which is no point in really doing it. Okay. Because we could do that at any point. All right, well, listeners, typically we do uh, two chapters in our recaps, but today we're going to do the one and end it on that high note. <laughs> we're so sorry. Right. We're so sorry. I'm not sorry. We not are sorry. the sorrowful podcast <laughs> right now. Um, but hopefully nobody has died from listening to this. Yeah. Well, somebody will sma- they'll be listening to the podcast, somebody will come and smash their iPod in the ground just before they're about to listen yeah. to it. Uh, don't listen to any medical advice or ramblings or musings that have been generated from the making of this podcast. Just wanted to let you guys all know that that a crossbow is not a good solution for constipation. That's going to be the title for this episode, The Sorrowful Podcast. It's a good title. Oh, it should just be, We're So Sorry. <laughs> this is awful. But um, it was a good chapter, and I think we have, what, like, I don't know, less than six more or something? Yeah. We're making it toward the end. We have, yeah, we have actually exactly six more, so three more episodes. And, and uh, anyway, thank you for sticking with us through uh, just the worst chapter recap episode in the history of the podcast of Ice and Fire. So, uh, when all four of us get together, it's it's either beautiful or it's disgusting. So I think this one was beautiful. And disgusting. <laughs> Beautifully disgusting. But it was good to have everyone back on the podcast again. It was good to go over a chapter that Ashley didn't read. And, I have a good uh, memory. She does, actually. You didn't know anything that was going on in this chapter. Just the, the, in, you didn't know the details of it. but Yeah, you didn't know anything about the semen all over the place. Yeah. It was terrible. To be fair, I don't think I picked up on that the first time I read it either. <laughs> but, um, well, it was very nice to have you ladies back for an episode. Please join us again sometime. I'm going to be there for your next chapter recap episode. Hopefully we can do more of them as you guys are still finishing. Is the, is the TV show still on? Uh, three more episodes. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, and then also, those of you who do have HBO, you should watch The Normal Heart. Um, I know that they premiered that on HBO um, over this weekend when they didn't do Game of Thrones. And uh, you should watch it. I watched it this past weekend, and I thought it was amazing. Are you plugging another show? No, it's not a TV show. It's a movie. 
It's a movie about the AIDS crisis in New York in like 1982, between 1982 and 1985. And um, the acting in it is, is really, really good. So I just thought if people had HBO, maybe they could watch it. I saw the trailer for that. It looks really good. Gotcha. I just got one announcement. Let me just check this before we're done. Oh, yeah. So we had a, a, a T-shirt contest that was sponsored by T-shirt.com. And people were posting comments the last couple of months. And then somebody won. I think her name was Christina. She won it, and she's receiving her T-shirt. So I just wanted to thank them, and we're open to that kind of contest in the future if people want to make the same kind of deal with us. Just, I mean, the T-shirts.com just emailed us and offered to do it, and we're like, well, why not provide a free T-shirt for our listeners, right? Nice. So I just wanted to mention that. Awesome. Got it. Congratulations. Congratulations, you done it. You got a T-shirt. Oh. And uh, yeah, so as usual, follow us on Twitter. Find us on. Oh, I say us. Obviously, it's Kyle. Find Kyle on Twitter and oh, it's a meme too. Under, and under you, a podcast device and fire. You ladies are more than welcome to have. I yeah, have Ashley's Twitter. on Twitter too. It's only Mimi. That's I just on wasn't when I was, didn't have a computer, but I. I, I meant I meant follow the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, the podcast. Right. Yeah, but by the podcast, I mean Kyle, our social media expert, and um, expert. join our forums. Don't Google that picture of two beetles having sex and uh, let us know what you think of this chapter. I got Ashley just admiring the manticore picture right now. It's it creepy <laughs> and awkward. Yeah. Look at the, the guy's face. He's like excited. He's like, ah, Queen Cersei. He needs some pants. <laughs> what? Double a f- picture of a English manticore either. <laughs> His penis looks like you know the tube from a roll of toilet paper. Gross. He needs pants. What? He really needs. You, pants. Are you looking at the English manticore? Me no, I'm not looking at any fucking image links that any of you bastards sent. Do we need your comment on this one? No. <laughs> I'm not sending this, links. This is like the alternate man would like sigil if we didn't have ours, it'd be this one. The one I sent. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. He's like grinning. He's like that pervert in like the alley or something. And penis looks like a worm. <laughs> Those balls are weird. <laughs> He's definitely not a eunuch, Manticore. Yeah. I definitely don't like anything about what I'm looking at right <laughs> now. So. This is like somebody's Thanks. sigil, a sigil, the William Hastings or something. This was his sigil. But, wow, that guy must have hated himself. <laughs> How is this even a Manticore, though? He doesn't even have, like, the scorpion tail. Yeah, he's, got a, he's got a tail there. Yeah, but not a scorpion <laughs> tail. What it's is the, like, tumor coming out of the top of it? <laughs> you see that? I think it's, like, a tuft of hair. Oh, <laughs> Everything about this is visually displeasing to me. Thank you. Thanks for finding the worst picture on the internet. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. All right, and on that note, have a great evening. All right, guys. see you next time. All right. Bye. Later. Cool. I, I kind of feel like.
like this podcast just encapsulated everything that we are. Yeah, I know. There was even a Pokemon reference in it. <laughs> um, Ashley, do you have time? Do you have about like five or ten minutes time to just record an ending to the Anime North episode thingy? Yep. Cool. What about Kyle? Do you have to head out? Or are you still here? Or um, no, I'm I'm here. Yeah. Can, am I adding anything to this? No, I guess not. Not the anime one. Uh, no, I guess you could you could, you could head out because it will, will it doesn't really make any sense, right? I mean, you could hear us talking about it, but you could always listen later. Yeah, it's not really I'll listen. Relevant. Awesome, cool, cool. Just great to have you back, Ashley. File, just in case, yeah. It's great to hear people again. Yeah. How come you didn't join us on Skype on your iPod Touch? It doesn't have that capability. It's mean? an old one. It's it doesn't have oh. like a camera or anything. You don't need a camera. Just... I don't think it has a microphone. Oh, it's all done. <laughs> Anywho, you're back. Woo-hoo. Um, Awesome. Good to talk to you guys. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, yeah, you guys oh, have a good one. Well, the, the next week's episode could be tricky for me, though. We'll see. Uh, Monday's record. probably, like, completely impossible. Like, I'll be mm. record something, or I, I don't know like how you want to okay. handle it. But I might not be able to record till Tuesday night, at least. The, okay. So. Sounds yeah. good. I'll catch My you guys next- later. Day off is Wednesday. Wednesday, then. Morning. Yeah. Hmm. Wednesday, I could do. If you want. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. <coughs> okay. See ya, Kyle. All right. Catch you guys later. Cool. Cool. Hey guys, sorry about the back. Oh, my freaking mic isn't working. What's yeah. going on? Wait. You sound okay now? No. I got. Well, I got my face like in my computer. <laughs> There's like being some work being done in my apartment right now, by the way, so I don't really know how cool I will sound. Hmm. My birds. So is everyone here? Yes. Yep. For once. When is the last time we did an episode with all of us together? I think we won the award. <laughs> really? Is it that, <laughs> Might have been. That, that old? I think we've done one since then, did we? Let's see. Well, I haven't been on since February. Oh, I guess that's true. Let's see. February was your last time, really? Yep. That's when I built the coffee. Really? <laughs> well, that's a little bit of exaggeration, but yeah, I mean. Oh, Princess and the Queen, I think was the I last miss time. you. Everybody misses you. Oh yeah, that's right. Princess and the Queen was the last time we did together, huh? I was really happy with that one. So you guys should uh, play Hearthstone. Carl and I are playing it a lot now. <laughs> What is Hearthstone? You would like it, actually. It's based out of the World of Warcraft, or just Warcraft, like, universe, but it's a card game, basically. An online card game. Oh. Have you heard of it, Mimi? Yes. Sorry, I'm just, uh, just checking back on the podcast. Um, episode... Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I think one of my employees plays it. Oh, I have no time for gaming recently, but I heard lots of good things about it. Yeah, it's because you can play a game in basically five minutes. That's the benefit of it. Like, it's really a quick game. Hey, guys, can you hear me? Yes. How do I sound? You sound good. good now. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. I, up. I have three mics sitting around my desk now. <laughs> I have no idea which one is actually doing the audio. <laughs> oh, my God. Just when I thought we could not get any more low tech, we <laughs> don't even know which mics work. Let me see if my recorder is going. I don't know if it is, so we should... Uh... Mine is. Yeah, I can't tell if it's going. Make sure Kyle does this as well. This is coming out June 1st, right? Week of June 1st? Yeah, it is, but why don't you say the 25th, just so it puts in context when it was recorded. Because later on it doesn't matter, but it does matter in terms of, like, we haven't seen the oh. next episode, right? 
Oh, wait. Okay, gotcha. May 25th. Normally we do it when we're about to release it, so I was just curious. Okay. It, just, it just shows that, oh, it took a week to release it, but later on it makes, it makes more sense when people know when it was recorded in terms of like what was sure. going on at the time. Does that make an annoying sound for you guys? Yes, yeah. thank you. It's like bongo drum. Yeah, thanks for that. All right. More so than this? And what? It's this. Okay, then it's this mic. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which mic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm tapping on them all. Okay, I think I know which one's working then. Kyle likes to take more than one mic at a time. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you doing the intro, Mimi? Yes. You got it yes, all I written out? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I'm reading George's blog instead. Um, episode 148, huh? <laughs> Is that what we're on? Yep. Yeah. Wow. You made that sound so gross, Kyle. I did? Yeah. One, four, uh, eight. So where... Okay, hold on real quick. I just kind of wanted to get an idea of where we were in our chapter rereads. Are you saying that there has not been a reread episode since the last time I did one? Probably. Uh, that might be oh right. God. I think so this episode and then, what, two more and we'll be done, right? I think so. See how many chapters. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. I've been gone a while. Yes, yeah. you have. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to start. Are you guys ready? All right. Hold on. Let me hit my record. All right. I'm recording. <laughs>